Happy Monday, everybody. Sherm here, the Crazy Asian. I'm going to be broadcasting today with Megan. We talk about how everything is related in her mind to dating. So let's see where this thing goes. I know typically on Mondays I do uh, leadership, but I thought it'd be a ton of fun to bring Megan over from the Asian Sensations podcast. So thanks for coming on, Megan. Thanks for having me. But before we jump in, let's get a word from our sponsor. All right, Megan. So let's jump into this whole concept. So what we were first, um, a lot of people that don't know, Megan's a recruiter here at our company. And so let's just first dive into this one, how dating is like recruiting. Okay. Yes. So I think dating is like recruiting because just like dating, you have to play the field, play the game. And I think that that's kind of the same thing with recruiting. Like you walk this fine line of showing that you're interested, but not, you know, like you've planned the wedding before you've gotten the ring. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I don't well, know. I give, were... give us an example because I think you have something that's kind of, you know, obviously you don't need to reveal names or anything, but kind of give us an idea of what that person seems mm-hmm. like on the recruiting perspective. Kind of walk us through that clingy planning the wedding already. So for me, I feel that. So there's this, I've had situations to where individuals, for example, you know, you've gone through a couple interviews, maybe like, you know, let's two to three, you've gone two to three interviews with different people. And I think sometimes people think they already have it in the bag when we're still looking elsewhere, Okay. you know, where we're still dating, right? We're still trying to find the best match for us. And I think, for example, sometimes people get a little too eager beaver and, you know, it's, they just, trying to say this without it being too revealing, um, they just do too much. Mm -hmm. And it comes off very, the word I like to use is, Psychotic. Uh-huh. Um, it's a little too much. It's it's you know you're like alarms are flaring. There are red flags covering the place. Like we should, we have a stage five clinger, and that's where I think like you can sometimes out clean yourself out of positions because it just it like it's this weird balance of you want to show that you're interested, but you don't need to be you know messaging us every single day asking us if you got the job Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know there's there's a process you should let us get through the process you know we're trying to make sure it's a good match and it's almost like you know you go on that first date right and you're like that date was awesome i can't wait to go on another one so you call them every single day yeah when are, go on, out? when are we gonna go out but on the back end that other person on the other side could say hey I have a couple other suitors, so a couple other candidates in the uh-huh. pool. I, I, I need to weigh out my options. I need to see who's best, you know. So, and, so how would I know? Let's say I put myself in the, I'm in the interview process for this awesome job, Megan. How would I know that I've, I, like I'm still being considered? Um, I think, I think if they're like communicating with you, it's fine. Okay. To where, you know, I think like I check in every I don't know. I don't think it needs to be an everyday thing. It okay. doesn't need to be like an everyday, like, hey, where am I at? Yeah. Where am I at? Where am I at? Where am I at? Like, it, it's okay, I think, to check in, you know, once a 
maybe it's once a week. Just because I do know a lot of recruiters, just like dating, yeah, ghost people. Oh, okay, That's a term okay. Now where you just, you know, you're like, man, I had a great date with that girl, and then suddenly <laughs> she doesn't answer any of your phone calls. Yes. And you're like, well, what happened? But you know, I think there's like, you know, you can you can ask without being too annoying. Do you think most recruiters are communicative and they let people know that are in process? That's what I'm saying. You know? Like, I think that some people don't. Okay, okay. Um, but I think that's where if you check in once a week yep. is fine. If it's a long process, right? Yep. You know, like some some places it's like, you know, a two to three week process or yeah. whatever it is. I think it's it's healthy to check in, you know, once a week. But I don't think you need to check in every other day. Yeah. You know, if I told you the answer on Monday was we're still in process, we're still reviewing all of our data, you know, to figure out if you're the right fit. Don't email me Wednesday asking me if I've made my decision yet. Right. It's just, I don't know, I think from an employer standpoint or from a recruiter standpoint, it's just like, geez, hold on. Like, it smells of desperation, doesn't it? Yeah, to where it kind of is like, you know, it, it just, then you start bringing up the question of like, well... How is it going to be when you are a full-time employee? What are we going to do? How are we going to manage you? Or, or right. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It's, it's a weird personality trait that kind of shows. Like people's true colors, I think, always come out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you know that's why I think a lot of companies do like assessments and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, because the true colors come out mm-hmm. just like a first date. You yeah. sit through an interview. And you're putting your first, your best foot forward, best impression. You put on your best clothes most of the time. Yep. You smell great most of the time. You know, you look great. You're answering all the right things. But that's like, you know, when you're like dating and you're like, hey, cool, first date, cool. Yes. But then you're like on date 10 and you're like, whoa, you chew with your mouth open and mm-hmm. it really freaks me out. You know, we're like, you're misogynistic. I don't want to date you anymore. Right. Right. You know, like their true colors eventually come out. So, I don't know. I sometimes think if you have some of those true colors maybe not try to show all your cards before we've even <laughs> closed the deal before we've even sealed the deal yeah so then, then then from a recruiter's perspective do you want to date a lot of people right so that was kind of my attitude towards before i got married is i wanted to go on a minute multitude of dates tall girls short girls fat girls thin girls white girls asian girls Black girls, brown girls, right? So you kind of get the whole spectrum. It's good. Get a, get a, as they call it, 31 flavors, Baskin Robbins style, and try to get a feel. Now, now I will clarify, I went to Stone Cold Sober BYU. So, you know, we have an honor code there. There was not, it was not dating like it is in the other, in, in, in some aspects where people are like, oh man, this guy like slept around. He's like all over these women. No, it was like very, Hands off. Maybe we maybe we uh, touched hands. Maybe we held hands. But more likely not. It was just, you know, breaking some bread, having, you really, having, really, a, really. having a soda. You know, it's, it maybe was... Maybe watched a movie. Yeah. Well, I not tried, on some Netflix and chill stuff. But yeah. Like, like I, movie theater. Yeah, and I, I needed to get to know you. So there had to be a way that we could talk, right? So yeah. I think sometimes people can, like, literally movie date them another person and be like, oh, I totally love this person. And all they did was they watched... They binge watched... The office together, they laughed at the same stuff, and they realized this person's got no personality. Yeah, you know they're they're more like Meredith, not like Pam or whatever the case might be. <laughs> um, so in, in that scenario, for me, 
you know, kind of taste a little bit? Is that kind of how you look at it from a recruiter's perspective? I hey, think so. I have these positions available. Mm-hmm. I'm, I need to interview a ton of people. Yes, especially when there's one position that you're looking at, right? You, know, yeah. you want to make sure that you're filling it with the right person, you know, or that they're a right fit, you know, mm-hmm. for the team culture, for if we're using for dating experience, like the dating analogy, like they fit into my life. Yes. Um, so I think that that's where it needs to be multiple people. And I think going into things, that's how you should view it from a candidate perspective is you know that you're one of many that they're interviewing. Mm-hmm. Very rarely are you the only person that they're looking at. Yeah. There's usually at least one other person that they're comparing you to. So you shouldn't take that as like, what did I do wrong? What could I do better? Because I think that so often when I talk to candidates, that's what I get is, well, what was wrong with me? And it's not necessarily that anything was wrong with you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that somebody was better qualified. So it's the not you, it's me. It's me, yeah. <laughs> Everything's like dating, I'm telling you. Everything is like dating in life. I think sales is like dating. When you're like prospecting clients you or customers or whatever, you have to take the same approach. You can't shove things down their throat mm-hmm. before they're ready to commit. Yeah. You know, so you have to tread that line carefully. You need to build a connection. You need to really make sure that you're building a relationship before you seal the deal. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the same thing, like, when it comes to network marketing, when you're growing a team, or, well, it's like recruiting and sales. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I think everything in life is like dating. So sales is a big one. And, and I think a lot of people can kind of relate to that, right? That, hey, also this person's asked me to buy... Um, like let's say, say example, I go to the car dealership, yep. and all of a sudden the dude wants to sleep with me, right? Because hey, yeah. all I did was step onto the car lot, and all of a sudden he thinks I'm ready to buy. Yes. When in reality, I just want to come here and get the test, uh, the free test drive, so I can get the <laughs> Texas Typhoon ticket, right? That's that's the BMW uh, Houston uh, and, and Katie here has that deal going on right now, and and that, that's going to happen, Texas right? Is nice. Um, it's, 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 it will be a, a ton of fun. But that's kind of where I think sometimes people, they want to rush it on their timetable in the sales process mm-hmm. when it is it is much like dating. You wouldn't, you wouldn't basically, I mean, can you? Um, yeah, but there's a significant difference in, in a, you know, a, a long-term relationship than a one-night stand. Correct. Could you get the occasional person to, like, force them to buy? Sure. Yeah. But they'll probably have, you know, the, the dreaded rock, walk uh, the next morning where the walk of shame, yes. as we call it, back to the office or, or back to the... Or you might have something the, that you don't want. Yeah, like uh, we call that the old uh, annual checkup, uh, burning when you're peeing situation. <laughs> that happens as well. <laughs> So yeah. when, it, when it comes to, like, the sales process then, so let's talk about that. If, it's, if it is like dating, what being a consumer, right? So you are, you're in the, in the business of buying something. Correct. How do you want to be treated? Um, we're going to get in a little bit of the mind of Megan here. Um, I think for me, I always want to be, I don't want to be pitched. So mm-hmm. I think that's the issue is I've been on the back end of, somebody trying to sell me something. And when I'm asking questions, it's not genuine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they're reading off of a pamphlet or they're okay. just regurgitating some random facts that have nothing to do with what I want to know. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you're just authentic and you can build the rapport, and I think that's where, like, from a sales perspective, like, for myself, when I'm selling, you know, hair products or whatever, I'm taking the approach of, we're just going to have a regular conversation. I'm going to tell you about, 
you know, my experience, what I like, or a customer's experience. And it's going to be a real conversation to where you're like, okay, these are real life scenarios, not that these are just made up statistics that you're shoving down my throat because that sounds cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I just, I don't want to be pitched. I want it to be genuine and authentic. Like if you're new to the company, let me know that. Um, It's just being genuine is how I, I would like to be sold. I'm much more likely to buy from somebody who is genuine and really is trying to sell me this because they see where I have a need mm-hmm. rather than just, oh, I'm trying to sell something because I need to make sales. Gotcha. So then it becomes more about them, doesn't it? Yeah. So it's more about me, less about them. Right. And I think that that's how all people essentially want to be sold. Like mm-hmm. if you're going and you're looking at a house, you would rather, the like you don't want the realtor to be like, I'm going to make 20000 in commission off of this, so you should buy this house. Yeah. And they're just, you know, all about like, you know, I've had this, this house has been on the market for, you know, six months and I've been trying to sell it forever. And like, if you sold it, it would really help if like, if you bought it, it would really help me out. Yeah. I'd rather hear this home is perfect for you because it has the yard that you're looking for. It's right next to all of these, you know, the, the main area that you spend your time in. It has enough, you know, bedrooms and bathrooms for your family. Like it's more about that person than it is about you and your financial gain. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of salespeople fail at to where, you know, if we go back to relating it to dating, that's where a lot of relationships fail. Right. It's because it's all about me, less about my significant other. Mm-hmm. I want to spend more time because it benefits me or I want to do this because it's my favorite hobby and you're forgetting about the other person yeah. in the scenario. And I think sometimes when it comes to dating in this scenario, you talked about being authentic yes. and genuine. Some people, they want to hide that craziness. They want to hide <laughs> who they really are. Hide your psycho. But in reality, you want to kind of know it. I mean, you want to know it in small increments and maybe... Uh, Throw it all the, in my the, face. The, the, you know, in, in the right fashion, right? You don't need to come out and say, hey, you know, I you know, used to smash small animals when I was a kid with a bat. You don't need to say oh that your, your first date. That was like the worst well, I was trying to analogy. think of something that you could... Uh, <laughs> well, you can be smashing. Maybe that won't make it to the second date. Um, but that's kind of where I think it is for some people is that... They, they want to be themselves, but they don't know how to, so they end up being someone fake. Yes. So like, oh, well, then maybe maybe you'll like me. And the same thing for the salespeople, right? So they, they try to pretend like they've been at that company for like decades when it's their second week. Exactly. And I think it's a lot easier to say, hey, I, this is my second week. I'm learning. I chose this company because of X, Y, and Z, and here I am to help you. And I think that's the same thing for recruiting as well. You know, there's so many people that I interview, and the first interview, it's like, I'm like, hey, these are the characteristics we're looking for. We're looking for somebody that's entrepreneurial spirited and we're looking for somebody that, you know, has a passion for financial servicing and, you know, is really wanting to be in a role where they are directly impacting and helping people and they want to be in that type of environment. And then they're just like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all about that. But then mm-hmm. you bring them in and they stay one of the job and they're completely opposite. Right. They don't want to be in that type of role. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. And it's like, why fake it? You're just wasting your time, my time, everybody's time. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't benefit anybody in the end. Yep. You know, to be fake. And that's the same thing in in all aspects, dating, sales, recruiting, living, like just not being your authentic self just comes back to bite you in the end. Yeah. 
And it ultimately is that intimate relationship that you're looking for in having that like smooth relationship where the other person accepts you for who you are, mm-hmm. right? So I think companies talk about a lot is like having this company culture. Well, it's just like when it comes to dating, you're going to like certain people and they're going to like you back. And that means you're a good match. doesn't mean right. that if someone says, hey, Megan, I, you know, just not vibing, right? doesn't mean that you're a bad person. doesn't yeah. mean that they're a bad person. It just means that, hey, for whatever reason, this thing doesn't click. And that's yeah. okay. And I think for a lot of people, they think that like they need to adjust themselves for the relationship. So, hey, let's say you're really big into outdoors and hiking and camping. And I'm not, but, I'm, but I want to be with you. So I yep. pretend like I am. And fast forward two years in, she's like, let's go to this science you know national park let's go to the grand canyon and camp for you know in 110 degree weather and then i flip out because i'm like who wants to do that right because i've lost my identity doing what you want to do Mm -hmm. instead of just saying at the very beginning a year and a half ago i'm really not that into camping my version of camping would be the holiday inn express and that's the one that has you know the continental breakfast clamping is what they call it yeah that's as far as i'm going camping but yeah so i think that that's where so many people shoot themselves in the foot in all scenarios that we're bringing up is that they are trying to be something or they adjust themselves for the position they just they adjust themselves for whatever it is and it's just you know i mean it just doesn't lead to long-term success like Mm -hmm. for sales wise you know, people are going to eventually find out that you're, you haven't been with that company forever or that you don't use the product or whatever it is, right? Yes. And that's where, you know, you want it to be long-term because you want these people to be your clients for life. I think in all sales, you want them to be a repeat customer. Mm-hmm. I don't know any sales where you don't want a repeat customer because you want it to be where you don't have to work so hard, yep. you know, to find another person to replace them. So I think that's most important is... To understand that you need to be your authentic self, but then, you know, just like in dating, you have to walk that fine line of showing that you're interested, but that you're not a stage wipe cleaner. Yeah. Because I think that just makes people run for the hills. It's just this, like, creepy. You're like, wait, hold on. Stop planning the wedding. We've had three dates. And then I think a lot of it comes down to the the person receiving it. You have to know the audience, right? So um, if you remember the old 1980s movie with John Cusack, Say anything where he's holding the boom box yeah. and like he's blaring it outside of her outside of her house now because she likes him yep that's she's, that she's she loves that, that right um but if she she didn't like him now he's kind of stalking me now yeah. I gotta gotta call the cops because this dude's playing really loud music outside of my 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 house and I'm trying to get some sleep or yeah. trying to ignore him and so that's I think the same thing kind of happens in like you mentioned like in sales. Now you become a pest because the person really wasn't listening. You didn't really want to buy that car, mm-hmm. but they keep calling on it. Or um, you you told them, hey, here's our process. And all of a sudden, now you're getting badgered every single day. I think sometimes when it, when it comes to, um, again, it's about dating, you got to know yourself in all these situations. Yes. So don't try to be somebody you're not. So it reminds me of someone that we recently brought on and then had to let go really quickly as well. is because they thought that they could be an extrovert. When they totally are a wallflower, they, yes. they're they not going to get outside of their comfort zone. They don't want to be outside of their comfort zone. And that's totally okay. Like, I think some people think that they need to be an extrovert. They need to be a, a man of the people or a woman of, of the community. But if that's not your personality, then don't fake it. Yes. Because you're going you're, you're gonna to hate it. You're going to be miserable. It's going to require way too much energy for you to do it. And you're going to, like, be anxious over it. 
Like, don't put yourself through that. It's not to say that you don't need to improve. It's just to say that know where your strengths are and just don't don't fake it. Yeah. That's definitely the biggest thing that I think too many people do in all... I just think in life. I don't know. I like to relate everything in everything in life to life. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I just think so many people, they, like, just try to fake and be something that they're not because society is telling them to be this way or they think that this is what, how they need to be, but if they were just themselves, that they would be perfectly fine. And they would they would reap more rewards by just being themselves than by trying to be someone that they're not. Mm-hmm. Well, these are great thoughts, Megan. I appreciate it. I'm glad we talked about this because it was something that was on your mind. Um, so let's do this. If any of you want to be able to send us a message, let us know. Um, for the Asian Sensations podcast, it's Asian Sensations Podcast at gmail.com. And um, you can do the same. If you want to send something here to Sherm the Crazy Asian, feel free. We appreciate you guys listening. And as always, have a great time out there. Thanks. Bye.